The following is rated S for spoilers. Only one way to end this. We have to cut the head off the snake. How you doing, son? I can do that. Yeah. Hey, whoa, no, no, no. I didn't mean literally cut his head off. Hello and welcome to the Popcorn Hangover. My name is Alex. My name is Graham. And today we are discussing, uh, I don't know whether to say unfortunately or fortunately, but we're talking about Cobra Kai. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm ashamed to admit that I, uh, I'm obsessed with this show. It is amazing. Graham, how, how, how the heck are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. I feel way better. Clearly, I'm back in the studio. Clear, yes, so we are feeling, We are feeling great. Yeah, I feel like it's like every other week, man. I'm here. Should I'm have, you should have worn your black belt today. I should have. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you where it's at. You still have like these your, days. your gi or whatever. I've got it. Yeah, I have like three of them, man. I should. I should have just dressed up. Wasted opportunity. Dang it. Wasted opportunity. Should we just cut and I'll be back? In like Hold on, we're minutes? gonna stop. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back in thirty minutes. Uh, no. So Cobra Kai uh, was created by Josh Shield, John Hurwitz, and Hayden Schlossberg. Uh, I didn't know who to put down for stars because there's a lot of them. So I was on IMDb, and I don't know if I actually believe this list, but these are the people who have been in all 50 episodes. Uh, Ralph Macchia, William Zapka, Courtney Hengler. That's what I'm not too sure about. Who's that? Uh, uh, she plays uh, Amanda LaRusso, uh, okay. Danny's wife. Whoa. Uh, Jolo Marajuana, Tanner Buchanan, and Mary Mauser uh, have supposedly been in all 50 episodes. So, T. Yeah, there's that. Uh, initially released on YouTube Red May 2nd of 2018, Season 5, which we're discussing in this first segment here, released September 9th of 2022. Couldn't find a budget for this one, uh, but I did find uh, an interesting tidbit. Uh, season 1 was made for $25 million. Uh, obviously, there's been five, yeah. five seasons. It's now with Netflix, so I'm going to assume it's higher than that. Most likely. But interesting interesting fact, uh that show season one of the show was done on the same budget that Disney plus gives all the minimum budget that Disney plus gives all of their shows per episode. (laughs) Um, so just a bit of scale, uh, and kind of what they're competing with. And I mean, it keeps a pretty consistent look and it, it, I don't know. It feels like it's kind of on the same scale throughout. Definitely. So, I mean, they're definitely given more of a budget, but it's interesting how they're able to compete with a Marvel star Wars show with, a fraction of the yeah. fraction of the budget. Um, season five's opening week. Another interesting fact I found um, opening week being September 5th through the 11th. Okay. Um, keeping in mind the show officially released to the public on the 9th of September, that whole week it had 106.7 million hours watched. So in two days you're telling me essentially. And I mean, you, you have like some early like critic reviews right, and stuff. Right. So that's in there too. But, and then the other thing I have to consider as well is like, as opposed to a Stranger Things, obviously has a much higher number. That's true because those episodes were all like an hour to two hours long. Yeah. These this is only five hours a of content. Launch, yeah. Yes, so that's a lot of people really like Cobra Kai. Uh, audience reception on Rotten Tomatoes. Overall, the show has a ninety five percent critic score, a ninety two percent audience score. Um, and then I broke down per season because I thought this was interesting. Season one has a 100%. Seasons two and three have 90%. Season four is a 95%. And season five jumped back to a 100%. What? So Good for them. People really like this show. That's crazy. Graham, what are, what are your thoughts on Cobra Kai season five? 
So, yeah, so to be fair, I've only seen season five. Obviously, main reason why we're kind of covering it, it's new. But um, I honestly, I liked it. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching it, there were just so many, like, little things that I was just like, I mean, no, but yeah, I mean, no. Like, I just, like, I don't know. Like, it's so, it's so extra in uh-huh. so many little ways, but that's, like, what makes the show, like, worth watching. It's, I don't know. Like, you know? It's so, it's just a soap opera. That's the thing yeah. I hate about it. It's a soap opera. But yeah. like, but I love it. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. I remember I, I, I've, I've seen the first, according to my Netflix page, I've seen the first four episodes of season one. And I guess, I guess I just never watched past that. Um, I thought I saw the first season. And then, yeah, watching this one. But no, dude, I, I liked it. I'm probably going to go back and watch all the other ones. You have Because I, I want more. I, especially after watching this, I'm just like, dude, what happens next? I'm going to watch everything beforehand. But, yeah. yeah. He's son of a gun. Yeah, Dude. I don't know. It's one of those things like every season, like it leaves you on this big cliffhanger, and like I just you Which, need. And you here's need the it. thing: for the amount of flashbacks and callbacks, and I get they have they have three movies to technically draw from for the original Karate Kid movies. They technically have four. Uh, right. In the Miyagi verse, there's four. You have the next Karate Kid after right that. with Jane Spence. No, no, what's that? No, that's Is that like new that's separate. Out? Okay, I'm tripping. I've never heard of that. No, so there's, okay, there's, like, there's three Karate Kid movies with yeah. Ralph Macchio. Okay. And then there's a fourth one called The Next Karate Kid with... Um, yeah, so you have The Next Karate Kid, who is Hilary Swank, and she's wow. trained by Mr. Miyagi. Crazy. So Cobra Kai takes place... It's called the Miyagi-verse. Yeah. So, like, the Jane Smith movie it's not a is not a part of, of this. Okay. But The Next Karate Kid I just, could I potentially be a movie. part of it. Yeah. Of course but you haven't. Even for me, watching this season, watching season five, and seeing everything that they've pulled and all the flashbacks and the characters, like, kudos to them because, bro, they are drawing out this show. They're mm-hmm. pulling five seasons from these movies already. That's crazy to me. Yes. That blows my mind. Like, that, good for them. Three movies made in the 80s. Like, right. And it's not, like, necessarily, like, repetitive. That I mean, it, it's, I mean, it kind of, like, the build-up to where... There's their final battle at the end, and it's mm-hmm. Dojo versus Dojo, sure, but, like, that's also, like, every movie, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I mean it's, yeah, it's it's repetitive in a structure just because that's how structure works, sure. Right. But, like, yeah, I, mean, I, I get what you're saying. Like, every season is new. Every I'm not season, tired of watching it. No, like, every season <laughs> changes changes the stakes, uh, and it's constantly, it's constantly evolving, which we'll talk about more in the next segment. Like, I don't know, I really like season five. This might have been my favorite season, really? other than season one. Um, okay. To be fair, I've only seen the seasons as they've dropped. Um, like I remember, I watched season three. I was on an overnight okay. road trip, and I just happened to be up, and I couldn't sleep. So I was like, "Hey, I'll just I'll watch a couple episodes of this to get fall asleep." And then five hours later, and then I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> I just stayed up the whole night, and I watched watched all of it, and I was a little disappointed. But like, yeah, Shoot. it's so I don't okay. remember all of them perfectly, but yeah, it's just it's so consistent. Uh, all the characters are just all incredible. The way that you have a massive cast like this, and the way they're able to balance all yeah. of these characters, um, and give them all the the story development and the time that they need to develop those characters, uh, mm-hmm. is just shocking. Yeah, it's brilliant writing across the board. Other than like just kids like murdering each other over this ridiculous rivalry because Johnny Lawrence got kicked in the face in yeah. the eighties. <laughs> like <laughs> that one kick that and one. So many people kick. are making money. <laughs> honestly though. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. 
What were you saying? I just said who would have thought. Who would <laughs> have thought? Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a few reasons that I think made, a few things I think made season five a bit a bit different from the rest. Um, and I think the standout is is Terry Silver uh, in, in this show. I think he is the perfect villain. He was great. He's one of like the best villains just like in general, um, played by Thomas Ian Griffith. Uh, I, I I don't know. I can't say enough good things about him. Like last season, I was a little disappointed with uh, the lack of Terry Silver. I feel, I want to say lack. He just, he felt like a crony to crease. Um, okay. And I, I wanted to see more of it. And I feel like this season, we 100% got that. Uh, it was insane seeing just... We, we, I don't know. Last week we were talking about Jaws. Mm-hmm. Um, big thing with Jaws is suspense and everything. When you hear our thoughts on that, goes in last week's, last week's episode. But like, they kind of used a, a lot of elements of building suspense, like in Jaws, and here with Terry Silver, just like he is everywhere all the time, and they Dude. make it very clear that he's connected and like he's always one step ahead. They don't give yeah. any like actual logical like. They don't waste screen time with him, like, on a computer, like, looking up what's going to go on. But, like, they make it very clear that he has these connections. And so he's just, he shows yeah. up at, like, he's hosting the charity, the charity dinner. Th- or dude, he just happens yeah. to be in the hospital when uh, Johnny and, uh, what's her name, are going from their appointment. Like, Yeah, I, dude, just, I was scared there. It's always just terrifying. And, like, because you don't know what he knows and yeah. what he doesn't know. And he's so connected. And especially when it's that, like, calm psychopathic kind of just like I could kill you. He could kill you. You don't know if he's going to kill you, but he doesn't. Yes. But he's just, and I was just like, man, it's just, yeah, he yeah. was great. And I mean, and also just, you know, something that season five did a little differently is in former seasons, it's always just been about like Cobra Kai is ruining this, this one kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like it's always like a new kid every season. It was kind of like, they have to go like save quote unquote, but here, like, Silver is like, no, I don't want just one. I'm I'm going to take over the world. Let her go and global. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to like brainwash kids across the world. Like the stakes are somehow even higher for a show about a karate dojo. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't I care more about this this things the stakes going on in here than I do about like things happening in the Marvel universe. Oh one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's ridiculous. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you one thing. So like we mentioned, I do have a black belt. I did this for like, I did like legit, like similar, like Taekwondo, like stuff for like. Since Taekwondo, this is karate. Well, I guess it's different. Yeah, it's different. It is. Honestly, I don't even know. But <laughs> I, I want to say like, it was what, like three years, probably three or four years. And like, there's two levels to this. There really are the kids that just like are terrible children and their parents just send them away to get their butt kicked or like the bigger kid, i.e. me, who just need to lose a little bit of weight and have fun with it, that was me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are really these kids who do tournaments weekend after weekend, and, like, that's just what they live for. And they and they still do it. And then they, like, grow up, mm-hmm. and then they legitimately teach, and they just get a job there, and they are just still there, and they don't do anything else. Blows my mind. I just, like, because a part of me was like, no kid would be doing this, and I'm just like... There are kids doing this. Like, I know that. And Interesting. I'm just like, it, it really is. Like, dude, these competitions, you'd go, and some parents would cuss you out on the floor in front of 80 kids. And I'm just like, what are you? Where is your mind? Like, how are you doing? <laughs> it always blew my mind how, like, serious people take, like, things like this. And, like, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. I took it competitively. It was fun to do tournaments. But that's like, it was, like, fun for me. Mm-hmm. This show really you're do, not, like. You're not, like, Stingray going back to the dojo to, to train and be, like, the cool kids? 
No. <laughs> Heck no. I, I love back. Stingray. He was he was awesome. He was incredible. Which I'm assuming he's in even more in the earlier seasons. So yes. I'm excited for that. I'm so excited yes, to watch is. the rest. Yes, he is. I'm so disappointed <laughs> in you. Um, so another thing I really liked about this season as opposed to other seasons um, is that there was a lot more focus on the adults than there were on the kids. Uh, in okay. former seasons, it is very centered, very much centered around the kids. Like they're the ones, they're kind of like. I know flashback to like like school fights and like just sure, a lot of like, them like just. My biggest complaint about Cobra Kai seasons one through four is that you have all these kids who are either like the children of or like connected to mm-hmm. these guys who are still not over this rivalry right (laughs) and they like take it to heart and they're like don't worry dad i'm gonna fight the battle for you and so like they are engrossed in the rivalry that they like weren't even born for and it's it's even more ridiculous but like it it creates you know their own rivalries in between each other and it does all you know it creates tons of drama and tension whatever yeah uh so i i did like that now all of this is just about like this is all about danny like Danny has a grudge, has an issue with Terry Silver. Mm-hmm. His daughter doesn't need to go beat Terry Silver up right. for it. Like, Danny's going to go do that now. And I feel like, in general, that's just growth on their parts. Uh, you know, they would try yeah. to stay out of it, and the kids would just go and beat the crap out of people for no reason. Okay. Uh, and so, because Terry Silver is such a giant threat, and I feel like that also elevate another a clever way that they used with the writing to elevate how big of a threat Terry Silver was, was... These guys finally said, okay, kids, we're not going to let you fight our battle anymore because this guy's actually, like, he might kill you. actually kill you. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I really liked. And to be honest, people are watching this show not because they want to, you know, they want to see, like, Robbie and Miguel <laughs> or whatever. They're watching it because yeah. they want to see William Zabka and, yeah. and uh, Ralph. Ralph, Ralph Macchio. Macchio. I don't know why I forgot that. William Zabka and Dang Ralph boy. Macchio uh, go at it one more time. Over and over and over again. I have a feeling we're going to get another one more time. Is this like a final season or is there going to be season six? I'm so, assuming. So that's that's the interesting thing. Uh, season six hasn't been announced, but all of the signs are kind of showing that there will be. Um, I said we didn't get our big tournament, bro. Yeah. So got their invite. Yeah. They kind of they yeah. built that up a little bit. Uh, I believe it was Josh Shield on Twitter was talking about these three guys who created the show are working on another show for Netflix uh, called Oblivion, I think. Some, I don't know, something like that. And that's their primary focus, but uh, Josh, I'm pretty sure it was Josh Shield has said like several times on Twitter, like when people ask, he's like, yeah, like we're working on the show, but like in between, in between takes or in downtime, mm-hmm. like we're always like, we're tossing around ideas for season six. We want to see what happens next. Um, Ralph Macchio has teased uh, the potential for Karate Kid movies or more Yo, Karate Kid movies like okay. in the Miyagi-verse. So it's kind of expanding potentially. We don't know yeah. what's going to happen with it. But that's the interesting thing with, with season five of Cobra Kai is like, I'm curious to see where they're going to go because yeah. we got the, you know, the big cliffhanger with Kreese breaking out of prison and is presumably right. going to enact this plan that he's been teasing all season. Uh, but like a lot of, basically everything was was tied up in a nice little bow. Like, if yeah. there was an extra 20 minutes, this could have been the this, this, this finale to the show. Right. Um, and I would have been satisfied. Yeah. Um, I mean, because you have all these relationships and these rivalries in between all these characters are, are kind of... They're, they're resolved. They aren't being yeah. stretched any further than they need to because, quite frankly, a lot of them were being really pushed. Um, and that's something that I respect about Cobra Kai is, like, 
a lot of shows they will stretch things out because they have to fill a certain amount of time or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But this show, like, they did do that a little bit, but I think they realized, okay, like, Robbie Miguel, these guys have been fighting since season one. Yeah. Let's just, let's put an end to this so we can move on and explore other things. Yeah. Um, And they're not scared to do that halfway through a season either, Um, which I I really respect. I liked that, too, the Mm -hmm. way they did that, especially just the fight. I'm going to say everything, like... The all the choreography chore- was amazing. I was like, yeah, it Incredible. was honestly like great. Cause a lot mm-hmm. of times like, I mean, especially in like group fights is there's always like two people throwing punches and four guys standing back here. And then one guy switches or whatever, but the way the camera switched and like every person took their turn. Cause there were mm-hmm. several group fights, but also like one-on-ones were amazing. It the one-on-ones so are incredible. Good. Yeah. The group fights, I mean, consistently are insane. I think the school fight in season two is one of the best, large group fight sequences i've ever seen okay um and it's i also think it's something that i don't think is talked about enough is like ralph macchio is 60 years old he can't he can't do he's all 60 of this. years old dude is looking great he's looking great he was, i thought he was he like was, he was 22 when he did the karate kid and he looked 15 i thought he was like 12 yeah i thought he yeah. was like young um well yeah. everyone else was like showing some age like not gonna lie silver was like older right Goodness, yeah. There's no shot. I almost want to say that uh, Ralph Macchio was older than uh, than than Thomas Ian Griffith when they did Karate Kid three, um, but but yeah, they're really old. They obviously can't do all of these stunts, um, and I think it's kind of I think it's really clever how they orchestrate the choreography around that. Um, You still want to show Johnny being a badass, so let's give him Robbie to back him up whenever he's in a bind. Okay. For the two of them, it makes sense. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, Tanner Buchanan, he can come in and do the crazy flying right. kicks and everything, and then Johnny can just, you know, do Just the, be there. Pick yeah, him up. Do the more basic up. things that William Zapka can actually do. Yeah. And, I mean, they're also fit guys. I mean, they they all look great. I was going to say, everyone was... I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that they can't do these things, uh, but, like, they obviously can't do them to the same level that the 20-year-olds playing these kids... Definitely. Kids can. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like the choreography... And the show as a whole is really great, but especially in this season, like every, I feel like every episode had a really great fight sequence of some sort. Yeah. And it never felt like it was, okay, we need to have a fight sequence this episode. It was, it always felt natural and it was mm-hmm. actually like needed or yeah. there was a reason for it. Um, the only thing I could not wrap my head around kay. in this season was the pool, the pool fight. You stay on your half. I'll stay on my five. Guess at the pool. You don't want a pool. Shut up. You are kids. Literally swim. Like so, Graham. You haven't seen the rest of the show. I haven't yet. That's, is, that's true. I could. It could be if, a whole thing. If if that if that that's like a really big concern of yours, you probably shouldn't watch any of the other seasons because that's basically <laughs> that's basically the entirety of the show. Well, and that probably gives backing for like what I saw because, like I said, season five is the first thing I've really watched through. So like, mm-hmm. but I just, I just, I couldn't wrap that around my mind. Like y'all would not be causing the scene. Having a line of people cheering around the pool for two people to race down a water slide. That's 20 feet long. Like, no, yeah, you're no, not doing I mean, that. Yeah. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Like it's the most ridiculous thing anyone could possibly but it was, think I was the of. One, I was cheering on the couch too. I was sitting there watching like, yeah, yeah. who's going to win? Like, yeah. Like I'm like, yeah. So they got me. I don't know. It's, I, I hate it. <laughs> It's so frustrating. I feel like I should. I feel like I should hate this show, but I. I really didn't think I would like it as much as I did. I just, really did. It's so good. It really like, is all the way throughout. Um, 
the last thing I, I kind of wrote down about season five specifically, and there's a lot of really great things, but okay. we're going to dive into it some next segment too. Um, the way that like this show definitely started out as Danny versus Johnny, right? Danny opening at backup Miyagi-Do, Johnny opening back up Cobra Kai, and they're kind of just reliving their rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um, and through the seasons, they've had to like work together and they started their a dojo together and like all this stuff. And I like how this season, uh, they're actually like utilizing each other's skills perfectly. Like they're still their own character. They still hold their ideals, but they recognize that the other is right. Like yeah. Johnny, sometimes it's better to no be there or for Danny. I think my favorite moment in the entire show is whenever they're at the prison with Crease. And Danny's like, yeah, let me call my lawyer. If you just give us the information, he slides the paper over and he just says, no mercy. Dude. I started clapping. I was like, yes, give it to him. Like, because that's not Danny doesn't do that. Yeah. That's not something Danny would have ever done, but like he's grown and the stakes are that high and he needs to, he just, he has to do that. Increase kind of deserves it. Mm -hmm. Um, Like it was just, I like the way that they're allowing the characters to grow and they aren't making them regress because they have to continue the show. Right. They grow and then they continue to move. They yeah. still have all this stuff that happened in the former five seasons. Right. Obviously that's not just going to go back and they're going to snap and say, Oh no, I'm not going to do this ever again. Uh, I don't know, maybe they're going to do that for season six. Cause again, I don't know what they could possibly do. Do you have Stretch any, pretty have no any clue. predictions, any, anything you would like to see in a season six? I don't. <laughs> I'm so glad Chosen. I thought Chosen was gone. I really did for yes. a second. I really didn't think he was going to make it. I didn't think Johnny was going to make it either for a second. In all honesty, I really didn't think he was going to make it. I was, like, I was like, they could drop him I off. mean, Like, it would suck. The show is so dramatic that you kind of need, like... It, oh, it yeah, you need to push it right to the limit and then pull Chosen, I was a little bit. worried about Johnny. I mean, he's... Yeah. He is Cobra Kai. Right? Yeah. He can't... He's exactly. the face of Cobra Kai in, like, the real world, you know? Right. So... You know, yeah. but no, I, I have no idea. Like I said, I haven't seen anything else. So I don't really necessarily know what they've already done. Like I said, this was, you said this was more adult focused, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice. So I don't know with all the kids, but I don't know. I'm just excited to see the tournament. I think a whole like global, like world mm-hmm. style. I like, I honestly think it'd be great. Just to have, which I don't even know. Cause here's the thing. Like is Cobra Kai still up and running. It's a fantastic Who knows? question. Are they going to go to that world tournament thing? Who knows? Like, I don't know. That's kind of what I want to see, I guess. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it could be interesting from where it left if, off. Or we see Crease overseas doing some dojo over there because he escaped America and he pulls up to Worlds and he's like, "Hey, that's a good point. I never, I never thought about that." Yeah. What is he going to do? He literally just escaped prison. You don't do anything. Not after only he did not prison. only did he escape prison, but he murdered people to yes, escape prison. Yes, he, like, he got out of there. He literally faked his death. And like, I don't think they wrote him off the board before he left. Like, I don't think they called his death time yet. So I don't know. I don't know if he is a dead man walking right now or if he's just... Well, no, they they, they know that he was... Because as he was leaving, they were all, like, rushing around, like, we have an escaped inmate because... Okay, right, like, yeah, yeah. So he's on, he yeah. killed people, so they yeah. were found dead, and there was no body. So that's what I'm saying. Like, what's he going to do? Where's he going to go? That's, yeah, I, I guarantee that's nowhere. probably what's going to happen. He'll, he'll go he'll go find some... Let's just put me on put me on payroll, dude. All right, season six. <laughs> Let's not do that. That sounds like a terrible <laughs> idea. Things would just go to hell. I have experience, bro. No, I'm just kidding. That would be horrible. <laughs> I, could I have Netflix a black belt burn. in Taekwondo. <clears throat> Graham, you have any final thoughts on Cobra Kai season five in particular? Uh, I do hate that I loved it. I hate mm-hmm. the fact that I loved it as much as I did. But no, I'm excited to see what they do with season six. I'm excited to go watch one through four. 
mm-hmm. other than that yeah i think that's what i've got yeah i yeah like i said this might be my favorite season of them all with the exception of season one because i mean season one you can't yeah you can't not like the first season of a show that's this good um next here's the thing i hate this show i hate that i like this show you hate that you like this show uh next segment we're gonna dive into all all the particulars like what makes this show so great but also like what makes it so frustrating Mm -hmm. to like if that makes any sense if it doesn't just stick around for the next segment and then it should (laughs) so we'll see you then We are back discussing Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. The only soap opera that I think I've ever actually <laughs> sat down and watched. Technically. Did you know? Tec- uh, okay. So. Probably the, not. The Arrow on the CW. Did uh-huh. you know the first season was actually written and like technically like treated as a soap opera? I. In all seriousness. I, I, be- I mean, I went back and watched, rewatched that show not too long ago and I I couldn't make it. It was one of my favorite shows, like, growing up. And now I'm just like, this is the cringiest thing I've ever seen. I know. Yeah. It's tough. It's man. bad. It's, yeah. That's a perfect example of, of how not to do, a, like, a high-budget soap opera. A 1,000%. As opposed to, like, Cobra Kai. Yeah. Just copy and paste this. Everyone will love it. Yes. 100%. 100%. So, Graham, I know you haven't seen all of Cobra Kai. Yes. But I... This is this is all just kind of general stuff about that Cobra Kai does better than what a lot of other shows are doing right now. Okay. Um, things that make it great, and a lot of them do apply to season five as well. Okay. Um, I'm just going to start off and say I think, like, Cobra Kai might be one of the most accessible shows I've ever seen in terms of audience. Yeah. I mean... You watched just season five. Did you watch like a recap of like the former seasons or did you just like jump it, in blind? No, it, it gave a, it gave like a solid, it was like a legit like two minute mm-hmm. recap, I think at the beginning. Um, and, and all I think honestly, it was just season four though. And it might've been, that's yeah. the thing. And I, I felt like I was legitimately caught up mm-hmm. in the majority of like storylines between like, uh, Robbie and Miguel f- and they're fighting and then where Johnny came in with his mom and just like all like the weird connections and then Sam being his daughter I didn't know that so like I, everyone and everyone dating that person and leaving that person and leaving that dojo from this dojo and then because mm-hmm. like the majority of kids were already Cobra Kai at one point and then they switched and I'm assuming previous seasons didn't know that and so like you honestly catch on I would mm-hmm. probably say maybe the first two episodes just figuring out names and sure who where when why they were doing sure yeah no I, I caught on pretty quick it's you can really, it's one of those shows where you could jump in any season. I yeah, like. I mean, yeah, and I think that's how seasons should be, right? Like, I mean, yes, there needs to be development, and obviously, like, you're not going to get the full effect if you don't see everything For else. For sure. But, like, kind of like the, what the MCU is proving to be true is, like, you can just watch these one-off movies that have nothing to do with anything else. Yep. Um, people are now getting mad that it doesn't connect to everything, but, like, this MCU succeeded because you had all this stuff that was just on its own. You had Iron Man and Thor and the first Avenger, and then they all came together at the end for the big uh, right. climax. Like, I, I think that's how shows should also be doing it. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like the MCU is kind of taking a TV show model, uh, but anyway, uh, I don't know. It's super accessible. Like, and just in terms of just being able to like understand what's going on, but also like age groups are yeah. a big thing. Um, 
I mean, there's a lot of legacy sequels right now, and I think this is the best legacy sequel um, to come out. Top Gun Maverick is close on, close behind, but like it's just at a disadvantage because Top Gun Maverick is like two hour movie as opposed to that's fair. What like fifty hours of Cobra Kai content? In all honesty, though, I guess it's like it's like twenty five hours. Yeah, it, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But twenty five. I I would think an episode personally, and this might be because I haven't seen them all. I, I dude, I I would put I would put Maverick above this. Well, I mean, objectively, yes, Maverick was a better movie, but yeah. in terms of like honoring the past, this is done better just because it it has a more to work off of. It has four movies. It has had more time to develop. I guess that's fair. Okay, I get. What you I, mean. I'm I get not saying that mean. like Top Gun Maverick was not a bad no, legacy no, no, no. sequel yeah, at all. Yeah. But I just think, okay, yeah. In if we're looking at just shows, this is the best legacy sequel, definitely. To, have a show spinoff of mm-hmm. something else. I mean, having enough content again through five seasons to still do like relevant, like usable flashbacks from the movies. Like, yeah. I mean, almost in every, it was like every other episode, if not every episode, like they yeah, were I mean, flashback whenever, moments. And I whenever was like, Robin Lively showed up on screen, uh, yeah. who played uh, Ralph Macho's girlfriend in Karate Kid three. Like I was like, and, yeah. I was like, Whoa, I did not expect to see her. It made a really cool connection as to how he met Amanda. Mm-hmm. Like there was, she wasn't just there for, I mean, she was kind of there for the sake of being there, but she did have a purpose. She was right. helping Amanda and like, it, it kind of gave a lot of backstory to Amanda's character. It kind of continued. We find out what happens to uh, Jessica Andrews character or Jessica Andrews as a character, like mm-hmm. in the future, like there's, it's so multi-layered. Nothing is just yeah. there for the sake of getting an applause, say Dr. Strange's multiverse of madness. Or something. Right. Um, like <laughs> every, everything has a perfect. And I even think like, uh, uh, Sean Kanan coming back as Mike Barnes, who was also from Karate Kid 3. Like, that was also yeah. just really well done. Like, and it was a flip because a lot of these other characters have kind of just been continuations of who they were. But no, it's been years since that movie came out. Yeah. Obviously, this dude it's is not still obsessed King. with karate like right. everybody else in this world. He's just wanted to sell some furniture, man. And <laughs> he got pulled into this chaos. And that's even, I've, I've been stuck on that too. Cause like, even, even just looking at, you know, Danny mm-hmm. doing what he did in karate and loving that life and being as, as fixated as he was on that. And then like doing something else, he got married, he had kids, he, he ran the auto, he had a, a dealership. He still does apparently, he but he doesn't does. do much right. of the running. No, not at all. Clearly. <laughs> but like, that's the thing is he's, he had like a full on life. And for like, if I were to do that, you know, I get married, I have kids, I, I start my own business dealership, whatever it is. And then I'm like, dude, this kid, this kid that kicked me or that, that I fought in high school is back. Like, I'm going to go make beef with him. Like, dude, that beef has to be settled. Like, there's no chance. Even with all these guys, it's like, I remember you. Dude, that was like 30, for these guys, like 45 years ago. Hey, you have four seasons of the show to watch. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. And I feel like they gave me every character from the past in this season too, but. Yes, yes. I, was, no, I mean, I'm excited. And again, no, I'm not complaining. I enjoy it, uh-huh. unfortunately, but. <laughs> It's yeah. just a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, like, they're they're naturally bringing back these older characters. Um, but then also, like, everyone of any age can enjoy it. Like, I watched this season, like, with my brother. I made him binge it with me. And at first, he was like, I do not want to watch this. And then <laughs> Could not care. And then by the end, like, we finished it. And he was like, all right, we're going to watch another one. I was like, that was the end. And he was like, can we watch episode <laughs> one again? <laughs> like, he wanted to keep watching it. Um, 
That's how like, I feel. And I mean, my dad was the one who got it. Uh, I got me into it and he's watching it with my sister. Like it's a whole family thing. Like we're all watching this show and we're all at very different ages with different interests. Mm -hmm. Yet something about it is still. It's like, able to hold everyone's attention. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. leave them wanting more. Like, yes. There's yeah. something for everyone. And for people who don't, didn't see the first three movies or the first four seasons, um, like there's still stuff there for you and there's still stuff that like makes sense. You can still follow along and, and keep up with what's happening. Yeah. Um, I can't say this enough but like another reason it's just it's just straight up brilliant storytelling across the board okay um i mean it's just it keeps you engaged there's constant like growth with the characters plot is just it's interesting like if you're looking at the season like and what they're doing they did something really clever because they don't know 100 percent they're going to get renewed obviously like right. again the signs are kind of showing with how successful it's been um it's going to get another season but like Quite frankly, if this was the end, they could they could wrap it up here. But they also were smart enough to say, well, maybe it's not the end. So let's let's yeah. tease Crease getting out. Let's set up this whole world, world tournament right. thing. Like they they aren't relying on there being another season, which I think is a flaw that a lot of other shows have, where mm -hmm. they feel like we're setting up this next season. Oh, we only get one more. Okay, cool. Let's push what we had planned for like six seasons into one, and it doesn't work right. out well. That's something that happened with like Marvel's Mrs. Maisel. Uh, this last season was just terrible until the very end, and then I never caught up on that until the very end because like they they found out they only had one more season left, so they had to make like, do, do with all, all this filler time. that they had. Um, so yeah, I like uh, they just do. It's really brilliantly paced. Every episode is fantastic, um, but I think the thing that really sells this show for me are the characters. Yeah. Yes, I. I mean, I don't want to say everyone's likable, but like, most, oh, I had no problem. Most of the, like the the main cast are all extremely likable characters with a lot of depth. Um, they're flawed, like they are far from perfect, um, and that keeps things interesting. Uh, and like they leave them lots of room to grow. Uh, I mean, and you're kind of seeing the end of a lot of these right. these journeys here in season five, but like. You know, you have stuff with like Robbie and, and Miguel, like that's a rivalry that's been going on since season one. And both of them have done pretty terrible things and they've both been in the wrong and they, they both have really great and admirable attributes mm -hmm. that you like about them. And that causes like conflict within you. Like, should yeah. I, I, I like Robbie, who but I also I like Miguel, for? who do I yeah. root for? You know, like there's all, there's just tons of stuff like that that keeps you on your toes. And of course, you know, you have Danny and Johnny are, are, are the main guys. And like, again, like, Johnny is the one that they really have to sell as he's just a good guy and he's trying yeah. to do his best. Um, and especially in season one, like Danny's kind of an a-hole a lot of times. And then like Johnny is, that's just who he is, but like, he's also trying to be better. Right. And I like how like throughout this, like they're slowly kind of, be I said it earlier, they're kind of becoming more like each other and yeah. incorporating each other's attributes into like their own like philosophies and walks mm -hmm. of life. Cause I say, even when like, I remember I thought it was like, just a wild little like when Danny's life was like literally spiraling like at yes. like halfway point of the season and he sits down and Johnny's the one sitting there like don't look at it this way do it this way do it this like I've been there I've done this and mm -hmm. he just really for Danny he's just like oh I remember doing this to you like yeah. three seasons ago and then it just like wakes him up you know and then right. same thing I know you mentioned um like beforehand when Danny a similar thing to Johnny I mean just mm -hmm. and they were each, each just kind of like switched a little bit and so right. it was just yeah and but like they're still maintaining who they are as people. Like they aren't right. just doing a total one eighty. No. Like they 
Johnny is still like he tries to do these other clever things to get Robbie and Miguel to work together. Right. But the only way to get <laughs> it to work room. is for him to just be like, all right, you guys just need to duke it out and go for it. Cause yeah. that's, that's the Cobra Kai way. That's how I know how to do it. Yeah. And it ended it up works. working out great. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, is, is there a character like in particular that you really liked or that like stood out to you above, above the rest for this season? I mean, really? I mean, no, I don't think. Okay. Honestly, I don't, I don't think and there was like a specific, like I really did. Like I liked everyone kind of a thing, really like with the show, like there was, sure. It's just every one person. The reason I like them and what they do just builds off of everyone around them. Right. And I, Love that, which makes me love everyone else. And so that's why I'm just like, I can't. Yeah. And I mean, that's a really good point too, is like, that's just how the real world works. Yeah. Right. Like no, definitely everyone like has these relationships. Like I just filmed a wedding a couple weeks ago where like, I'm just walking around and I knew the bride and groom, but I'm like, Oh, I know you. I went to high school with you. You're my <laughs> friend's sister. Like I didn't know these people were going to be at this wedding, but like yeah. I had all of these connections to all these people who Yes, we've crossed paths at some point, but like then we went on our own separate ways, whatever. Yeah. But like there's that that's still like a part of who you are, I guess. Right. That's getting real real deep and philosophical. But like this show kind of does that on a on a on a more like a very, micro level. Like, I was gonna say very uh, simple, plain. It works. Yes, and yeah, like everyone kind of builds off each other and they have these interpersonal relationships. Yeah. And yeah, I, I agree. That makes it very uh it makes it just makes ever like it's like a community. Like it's mm-hmm. not just, I, I hate the shows where like you have a main character in this case, it'd be like Johnny. And yeah. then like the whole show is built up to be about Johnny, but then like you have all these other side plots that I just, I don't care about. I have characters I yep. don't care about. They're doing things I don't care about. And this show does a really good job at like everyone has value and they make me like everybody yeah. or at least get me interested enough in everybody to want to like spend some time with them and what they're going through. Yeah. Uh, which is really cool. Also, I, think about it, I do have a favorite. I don't know how I didn't okay. come to mind. Chosen. 100%. Chosen was fantastic. Incredible. Dude was hilarious. Yes. Just so funny, man. And it was just... <laughs> now, speaking of no one does a 180s, Chosen is the biggest 180 from Karate Kid 2, which is, is totally fine. Yeah. But like, yes, Chosen was fantastic. In this when they season. show up to the to the club, like, and like, it was like episode nine or something, like, well, like the last one. And he's like, the guy like scans it for like weapons. He just opens up his jacket. He's got both of his little like... His hand sword his size yeah his size yeah and uh and it totally slipped my mind because he's in like the last fight mm-hmm. and the dude pulls out a sword and i was like bud's gotta grab a sword or something and he just pulls him out and i was like yo i just slipped my mind i don't know yeah just a whole little it was fun it was yeah funny. no chosen was fantastic um i'm not gonna say this is like my favorite character yeah but she's one of my favorites and that's amanda Larusso, just because not not so much in this season, but anytime she's on screen, it's basically her saying, "What the hell is wrong with you? This is ridiculous. What are you doing?" She was the biggest reality check, the only reality check yes, in this. Like in this show. everyone is living in a <laughs> fantasy world, yeah. and then you have Amanda Larusso, who's just like you're fighting over the fact that you beat Johnny Lawrence in a karate tournament in the '80s. Like, are you kidding me right now? You're just, you're, you're you're throwing your life away for this. Like, yeah. I just love how like. I love how self-aware the show is. Like yeah. it's, it doesn't try to be something that it's, it's it's not pretending to be something greater than what it is. Yeah. Like it's just, and you have stuff like that where you just have Amanda who's like, this is completely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Why are we doing this? It's like when they're all in the back office room at the, at the dealership and they're like making their plan and playing the flags and dude knocks on the door. He's like, I'm trying to buy a car. Does anyone, are you want to sell me a car? And I was right. like, yeah, their dealership is still 
keep your business live, bud. Like, especially for something <laughs> so dramatic, most shows would just be like, we're going to, yeah. we're going to full send this. They're going to have this whole battle plan. Yeah. But yeah. I love how they, yes, it's played off as a comedic moment, yeah. but I also think it's kind of a nod to the audience. Like, yes, we are aware that this is completely outrageous and like, doesn't make any sense, but yeah. like, I'm still here for it. Exactly. Which is, so frust- me away. which is so frustrating. Cause I feel like there's so many <laughs> times on this podcast, if you go back to other episodes where I'm talking about, like, this doesn't make sense. This thing wasn't explained. Like with this show, it's fine. Like I, I'm totally okay with the fact that like these kids are murdering each other using karate right. that everybody in the world wants to learn karate. Um, that's, I'm going to say to be totally fair, that's not a, common thing people jump into no karate is something that people make fun of like uh, in all honesty yeah yes i, I know <laughs> trust me <laughs> like it's not a um yeah it's not a, a as, as sought after as like i mean this is like in high school it's like oh you're the basketball football you're the jocks no you're the karate kids you're like, yeah that's a just, totally switching like yeah uh-huh yeah like there should be like some like football rivalry but instead it's oh you're in cobra kai well you suck. I'm going to yeah. stay on your side of the pool. Like it's just, I, I still can't get over. Th- I can't get over. The pool. It's, it's so ridiculous in every, in every aspect. But I, I love the fact that like, they always take the, a, a chance to just like, just casually go in there and be like, yeah, we, we acknowledge that this makes zero sense. Yeah. Um, we talk about it a little bit, but I also appreciate that the show evolves. Um, and I don't want to hit on this too hard. Cause we've been, I think this, I think this is like the, the greatest part about this. And if you listen to our other episodes on different shows that we've talked about, like I always talk about how I hate that shows just like they stretch things out too much because, oh, we have to fill a 10 episode season or we have to fill five seasons. So let's just Mm -hmm. stretch this whole thing out. Um, That's not good storytelling. That's just trying to fill a quota. Um, And that's not how things should be done in my opinion. Um, and I think Cobra Kai does a really great job of like, hey, like we have this arc, it's over, so we're just going to end it. In yeah. um, some aspects, like, and one of the big complaints people have had about season five that I've seen is that the one of the big cliffhangers of season four is that uh, Miguel's like going to find his father and his father doesn't know that Miguel exists and it's this whole thing. And so it's like, oh, what's going to happen? And I was a little thrown off. And then it, it, only, just, yeah. it only takes place over the first couple of episodes and people were upset that they waited all this time and it didn't last very long. But here's the thing from a story standpoint, like it lasted just as long as it needed to. It got the point across quite frankly, it almost wasn't even totally necessary. Right. Um, he could have gone on any other kind of spiritual journey, but it is what it is. Like, it wasn't a Which, bad thing. In all honesty, I thought that trip from watching it from the standpoint I did, or I didn't know why I was there. Like I kind of, I picked up, I was finding this looking for his father and stuff and he just dipped on his sure. own. But I definitely feel like Johnny and Robbie 100% took more out of that trip as their yes. father-son bonding. Then it even, I didn't even feel like, I didn't even think that that was for mm-hmm. Miguel at all. Yeah. I mean, I mean obviously it was because it was his father, but I was just like, yeah, that's Mag- just Miguel did have some growth. Uh, again, you need to watch other seasons, but like with, I mean, we're, I'm just harping back to all these other things I keep talking about with characters and storytelling. Like, this it could have been a wasted moment with Miguel yeah. going to Mexico on his own, but instead they said, "Okay, well, Miguel and Johnny need to fix their relationship." So obviously Johnny cares about Miguel, so he's gonna go find him. Right. Oh well, let's also at the same time Johnny's gonna just trying to mend this relationship with Robbie. Let's yeah. put them together, stick them in a car, see what happens. So you have all this multi layered stuff that's going on. To I mean, yes, it's 
Miguel's journey, but also these other characters are growing through that, which is again how the real world works. You don't, you're not the only one that does anything. Like when right. other people are involved, they don't just stay stagnant. They're also experiencing some form of what you are also experiencing. Right. If that sense made any sense, like yeah. it's it's not, not there isn't. It's only thirty minute episodes, which could be concerning, but they do not waste a single second of that 30 minute mm-hmm. runtime. Whereas an hour long episode can oftentimes waste several minutes yeah. going on some side quest that no one actually cares about right. um, and doesn't do anything for anything. Um, and I feel like honestly, a 30 minute format is great. It's, because here's the thing, when you get, when you get episodes like the finale and stuff, if you want to stretch that 40, 45 minutes, do it. Yeah. You want to add well, an extra long episode, do it. And yeah. let's go back to that first point about it being accessible. Like, mm-hmm accessible in the sense that it's more consumable. Yeah. I rewatch how I met your mother all the time because when I come home for my 30 minute lunch break, I don't have time to watch an episode of like better call Saul. It's an hour long. So I have to watch a 25 minute episode of a sitcom that I don't, I've seen a million times before and like not to fully dive into. And it's just right. Like I, yeah, I accessible. And sometimes, sometimes you do need like, longer format i don't think better yeah. call saul should be 30 minute episodes but i am saying that i think that like i say uh, in this comedy style what they're going for it works i wouldn't right. try pushing it when longer. it when it works do it but also i'm trying to give an example of like shows that push 60 minutes that don't need to be and then are coming to the top of my head but like don't force an episode to be longer just yeah. because you want it to be longer. I did, uh, Stranger Things is a great example of like they needed to be longer, so yeah. they did. This isn't cable Could TV anymore. We don't need to worry about ad spaces. You right. can make an episode however long you want, and it can be different every episode, and it's exactly. fine because it's we can watch it whenever we want, and we can pause it whenever we want. Come back um, to it, and it's still there. Yeah, like, right. So yeah, the the thirty minute episodes, the thirty minute episode format, I think is fantastic, is particularly for this show. Yeah, and in general, I would like to see more more of that Mm -hmm. um another reason that i love this show uh again it's like it's one of the best legacy sequels it handles the past so well it doesn't it doesn't just throw in chosen just for the sake of being like oh hey it's chosen yeah they actually and they kind of did that a little bit in season three when he was first introduced like chosen taught danny a a new skill and he was kind of supposed to be gone but i like how they they still brought him back they had a reason to bring him back and like he, he's one of one of your okay. favorite characters this season. Like, yeah, he, he, I didn't know he was in previous seasons. Yes, because I saw Dan, Danny go to the to like Miyagi's grave, mm-hmm. and then I just saw Chosen there, and I heard that she flew this dude in. That he flew the dude in from Japan, and Amanda was like, okay, kind of whack. And yeah. so I was like, oh, this is the first time this is happening. I guess not. Well. I'm gonna cut so much out Maybe, of this episode I don't to make know. you not seem so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> No, I am. I'm not. I'm not stupid, but I'm not. In caught season up, so gotta, three, Danny goes to Okinawa, and yo. that's when that's where Chosen lives, and he's yeah. chosen while he's there. Oh, and then he needed Chosen's help again, so he flew Chosen. Is Mr. Miyagi in any of these, or did he? He's dead, right? That I am going to leave in because you're. Yes, he is dead. I thought he was. I'm I just pretty. Don't know when he did, you, like, if he was in Graham, you literally just said they were at Mr. Miyagi's grave. No, 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 no. I know. And now no, you're I'm, asking I'm about the is actor, Mr. Miyagi like the actor, dead? The actor. Yes, he's dead. I figured because again, I didn't realize Danny was 60 years old. Ralph Macchio was 60 years old. I figured he was way older than that too. I just didn't know if he was in like season one or anything at all. I'm no. assuming no. Okay, I was just throwing that out there. I know. Miyagi. I mean, he's there in like flashbacks. Miyagi as a character is dead. 
Yes. Because I saw his grave. Kind of the I just mentioned that. I got that. I got that far. Of course. But I just didn't did. know if, yeah, when he like goes to Okinawa and like someone's, I don't know if he's there. I don't know. I don't know. I was just checking. Just checking. Okay. I should have just muted you there because that was sad. That was, that was real sad. Yeah, but I ran on for a minute. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, you're just not going to be back next week. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so, Graham, we're kind of we're kind of coming to the end. Are there any other things that like you think? Are there other reasons we haven't talked about that? Like, just, like why did you like this show so much? It was it was just it was funny. Mm-hmm. It was the biggest thing. It was well written. And all honestly, when I first started watching the first few episodes, were like kind of tough to get through. And in all honesty. I just thought the acting was a little rough from some of the people. I can't okay. like name a specific moment or something, but I just know like there was like, there's a few lines like weirdly, like wildly like exaggerated. And I was like, is that sure. supposed to, I just picked up on that. So I think weird. it's just because it's of the style. But it's a soap ex- opera. Exactly. That's yeah. the thing is it, it still fit though. But, so I was just thrown off. But other than that, no, I'm like, I mm-hmm. like, I, like I said, I didn't think I would like the show as much as I did. Like I said, I'm excited to go back and watch the other ones mm-hmm. because then I have more content to watch. But yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said earlier, like I've I've seen every episode, but like every season, I kind of just watch it as it comes out. And the yeah. reason being is I kind of go through the same cycle uh, every year. Uh, a trailer will come out, and mm-hmm. I think, oh gosh, they're going to do another season of this. They're going to ruin it. How are they going to pull this off? And it looks kind of cool. Whatever, yeah. may or may not watch it, and then it comes out. And I'm like, yeah, I've already dedicated like. 40 episodes of my life to this. I might as well watch one more. So I watched the first episode and I think, wow, this is so soapy and dramatic and ridiculous. But again, I've already spent so much time. I kind of, I kind of want to know like, is Miguel going to be okay? Is Johnny going to find him? What's going to happen? So I watched the second episode and by the end of the second episode, I have to watch all of it because I'm hooked and I, I, Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed. I need to know everything that happens. I got through episode one through eight. Real quick. Those were all back yes. to back to back to back. I mean, the minute it was like next episode, I was like, yeah, I already, I mean, there, there's a next episode button you can click. I just, like I told on. myself I was just going to watch one episode a day, but I, that did not happen no. because I just, I, it, I was so consumed by everything that was going on that I needed yeah. to know what happened next. And the frustrating thing is when scene six comes out, I'm going to see the trailer and think, wow, this is going to be dumb and not going to work at all. I'm going to hate this. And then again, I'm, I don't think I'll have that only because I did not know these scores. Having a hundred percent and then ninety ninety five and a hundred for these seasons, I mean, yeah, blows my mind. Good for them; they're doing great. And like I yeah, said, it's they're, clearly they're everyone fantastic. loves it. Yeah, people people love this. They say they're going to keep making this as long as people are watching it. I hope they just don't like hit a which, wall with it. That's what I'm. Which is a about. it is a that's a concerning statement to yeah. make. Um, but again, like I said, like the show evolves so well, and they do such a good right. job at constantly coming up with natural things for characters to do. Um, you want to create tension with Sam and Miguel? Cool. Like Sam has going been going through some stuff. She's just going to take yeah. a minute to herself. Like that's a normal thing that people do. There wasn't some dramatic breakup, like yeah. someone cheated on someone or whatever. Like there wasn't something yeah. stupid that no went against who the character stuff. was. It was just yeah. hating to figure myself out for a little bit. Like, and it, it was fine. And even just the acknowledgement, like, yeah, you ran to Mexico. That's cool. Like, yeah, I'm going to take a second too. Okay. That's cool. And they were still like friends. They were cool about it. Yeah, there was no. He was like, "Oh, my girlfriend's in Miyagi Do. I got to go to Cobra Kai." Like, I, I kind of expected maybe something like that, but no. Yes, it was just, that is something that a subpar show would do. It was just realistic. Mm-hmm. They're still friends. Like that's, yes. that's all. It, like that's what I'm saying. But it's still it's for how realistic some of it is. It's just completely and utterly 
fantastical. Like it's yeah. it's kind of just a fantasy world, really. Yeah, the Miyagi verse. Graham, what what would you be interested in seeing next from the Miyagi verse? Is there like a type of movie? Would you would you want to see like a chosen like spinoff series of just him doing his thing? <laughs> Honestly, no. I don't. I don't know okay. how well. Because not saying that these characters can't hold their own mm-hmm. if they got their own spinoff or their own series. Like, they definitely would be able to. They'd have no problem. But I think what makes these sh- this show lovable and what everyone likes is the characters and the way everyone mm-hmm. works with each other. So that's why I'm like, I really, even with the movie, I feel like they would put too, like, I feel like they would, if anything, like, have too much writing on a movie. So it would mm-hmm. either be done, like, a little more extra or it would be just different and it would just throw off the connection between the show and the movie. Sure. Which is obviously going to be there in some parts, but I feel like if they just kept it as a show mm-hmm. and just let, you know, few seasons after seasons kept it relatively lighthearted, but also have your jokes, but have your moments like this. Yeah. Right. This hit deep in a lot of areas too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just, I really liked it. I feel like if they kind of keep that same note, I would just love to see more of this. Yeah. I, I, mean, I totally agree. Yeah, give us 12, 14, 20 seasons. What have you got to pump out? Just pump them out. <laughs> as long as it works. Ralph Macchio will be like 89 years old, pushing his last season out. <laughs> Still looking like he's 20. I dude, I would have, I would have so never I, guessed. I asked you that question and I didn't really think of an answer for myself, but I, I've got an on the spot answer for you. Got you. What's up? I want to see, I, I want to see a movie about chosen, okay. but it's basically just a, a rehashing of Paul Blart mall, mall cop, but with the chosen playing Paul Blart. So it's just him like being a security guard doing his thing in America, not really knowing how any of it works. And then he gets into like some karate battles. I would, I do think it'd be dope to see the like dark, because like chosen, like trained with like Kim Sun Jun, like mm-hmm. the crazy guy. Right. And like, it kind of flashed back to when he was a kid. And like I, dude, I think I think like, I think like that'd be dope to kind of get like a few more flashbacks on just like upbringing of like that. That's that's tough, and you get rid of pain. You have no fear. You're just like kind of dead inside. But also, I could have totally missed this. I feel like at one point someone called him like a Japanese assassin or something, like friend, as like maybe like a joke or something. Mm-hmm. But like if he did that, like if he had like a no, he was an assassin. Yeah, give me that. <laughs> give me that. Give me a spinoff. Give me a movie. Give me a movie of that. Give me chosen. Uh-huh. Just doing what he's doing how he's doing with his size and his just literal fi- fists, bro. Just mm-hmm. let me see it. Like, I feel like that would be dope. Just totally off topic, but I, I saw this Ninja Turtles theory and I have to share it because it was insane to me. Okay, bet. Um, and the reason that I, I thought about was the size thing. So there's this theory that Splinter gave all of the turtles the weapons that they use because yeah. it's the opposite of their personality. So with the size, for example, size are meant to be a defensive tool. You know, they have that's yeah. meant to like grab a weapon and, and disarm them. And Raph has the size, and he's the most aggressive, the best defense is good offense kind of person. So Splinter gave him a very defensive weapon. Um, Then you have Michelangelo. He uses nunchucks. Michelangelo is super clumsy and all over the place. And those you have to be nunchucks. You have to be very disciplined and know what's going on. You're going to hit yourself. So he gave him nunchucks. Donatello's all techie. What does Donatello use? He uses a stick. (laughs) Simple as it can get. Yeah, he's as simple as it can get. And then Leonardo is like very passive. And he's the only one that's given a weapon that could actually like slice someone's head off and like murder them easily. Whoa. Whoa. I know, right? I don't know if that's like going to make it in the episode, but uh, I had to share that. <laughs> Dude, that's that's some knowledge. Graham, do you have any final thoughts on, on Cobra Kai? I don't know. 
I'm excited. Like I said, I got to watch the rest. I'm yeah. going to jump into it a lot. Honestly, I might throw myself into the Karate Kid movies, get a little refresher, watch the, the new, the next Karate the next Kid. Karate the kid. Next karate. I have no idea. Didn't even know that existed. So that'll be a whole, whole new form of content. Yes. Not a, a whole new movie. Yeah, a whole new movie. Yeah. <laughs> I obviously love Cobra Kai. You've been listening to the Popcorn Hangover. I am Alex. That is Graham. Let us know what your thoughts were on Cobra Kai Season 5 or the show as a whole. Do you hate that you love it as much as we do? Um, let us know over on all the things. Instagram, TikTok, Patreon.com, slash the Popcorn Hangover. Next week's episode, we are diving into uh, a little... Uh, a, we're, it's been a, a lot of a controversy uh, in the media recently. Uh, so stay tuned to find out what that's all about. And with that, peace.